The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the Homance Chronicles. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. I watched a lot of football this weekend. Sorry. Oh, is that? I was like, are we in a game show? Yeah. Like, I thought it was, we're on the prices right. No, well, <laughs> that was just me being an announcer, Sarah, for some fucking reason. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's fair. That's cool. I mean, this is not a, an easy transition. I'm like, or was it? your OG flow from Tracy's dog giving you <laughs> some oh. extra actives. <laughs> oh. Oh, we went into that already. Well, we so, did have a great weekend also. Okay. Tracy's dog and I. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, in case you missed it, we were uh, provided with some what do they call them? Like dual pleasure devices? Yeah, I would say it's the full, the full double, thing. A double pleasure t- adult toy um, yeah. from Tracy's dog, which is kind of like a funny name, but um, their toys are amazing. So we want to share the love and you guys can get 15% off your purchase if you go to tracysdogs.com and use code HOMANCE. H-O-M-A-N-C-E. So Man, you guys I mean, can have I a ne- good weekend too. <laughs> I never thought I would be giving out promo codes for the dildas, but I'm here for it, you know? <laughs> well, this is more than a dildo. Give it the respect. It's more than a dildo? <laughs> yeah. Give it the respect it deserves. <laughs> right. It's way more than a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> the OG flow. It's got 10 different uh, settings for vibrating and sucking. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Equipment. It, <laughs> I would agree. It is a piece <laughs> of equipment that you must familiarize yourself with before some serious damage goes occur. And by damage, I mean you've been sent to another dimension and you simply cannot cope or recover and nobody can ever reach you the same you've reached yourself. It is a different type of high. That is true. <laughs> so yeah. you guys make sure that you buy yourself something nice for Christmas. <laughs> it's the holiday season. Use 15% off coupon code HOMAN at tracysdog.com. so good got the business out of the way now typically we will talk about shows that we've recently watched before we really truly dive in right Mm -hmm. this week week we got a hose of history no guests and my whole history is based on the show i watched so oh shit well two for action okay then let's get it girl (laughs) so there's a show on netflix called the empress and it came out at like the very end of september and it probably was in my suggested shows because i watched things like the crown and other period pieces that are connected to royals now i don't typically watch a lot of things that have the English translation of audio dubbed over because the lips and mm-hmm. audio don't normally match. And usually I don't realize that prior to like starting a show. And then I'll get like two minutes in and I'm like, I can't do this. And I bail. <laughs> this one was okay. This one, it was, I handled it just fine and it was entertaining enough that I guess it wasn't distracting. So, so this is, The Empress is a German historical drama. But really? Yeah, so like they're speaking German when this was filmed. However, we hear it in English if you're oh. watching it on Netflix in the US. Got it. So it's like English audio dubs. Yes. 
Oh, even Creek. Okay. Those are the shows that I know are going to be decent. You know what I'm saying? They've like, they're going to be all right. Not for me, usually. It bothers me too much. The English audio dubbing is too distracting for me normally. This show pulled it off. (laughs) Well, I'm also the... I'm also one to like watch shows with closed captions. So when the audio is English dub and the closed caption doesn't match, I'm like, oh, discrepancy and totally not seeing the show. So I get it. Yeah, I watch in closed captions too. I saw this meme the other day and it was like, I can't hear anything without my closed captions. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Oh, when I was in Austin, I like drove our friend crazy because I had closed caption on at first. She's like, why do you watch it like this? Like, we can turn it off. I don't have to. It's just, I've gotten used to it. And my reasoning never makes sense to anybody. I'm always like, well, I'm generally doing other things while the TV is on. So if I can glance up and I can read it, then I'm like still kind of paying attention and like, isn't that worse though? Like trying to read something and do something at the same time versus listening. But I think I've just gotten so used to like drowning out the noise. Like it's just background noise. Right. For me. Well, my, my problem is like audio processing. You know how I ask you what I'm like, Oh wait, I know what you just said. I just, it takes, I'm on a delay. So like I'm trying to figure out what they said and I already like and two, three minutes passed and it was important. So I'm just missing a bunch of important shit that I got to So I like, for me, I'm doing it just so I can keep the fuck up. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, <laughs> so the Empress isn't that many episodes. It's like six, maybe. Um, okay. I remember I binged it in the day. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, it was like a mm-hmm. rainy fall day and I was just like, Meh, I don't feel like moving from the couch. <laughs> Who does? Um, so the Empress is, is based on a true story. There are embellishments in the Netflix version, as there always are, right? I'm not going to get too deep into the differences between the two story and the Netflix show, because the Netflix show is, like I said, only six episodes, and I think they're going to do more seasons. And so they don't even get hardly as far into the story as I do. Okay. Like I've, <laughs> I've provided her entire life story. Okay. So, <laughs> so I don't Buckle up, buttercup. Yeah, I don't want to get too hung up on the nuances of what's not correct because I have mm-hmm. a lot of story to tell. <laughs> so, <laughs> Empress Elizabeth of Austria aka cc which is spelled like s-i-s-i or s-i-s-s-i so like when you google you can like google like empress cc and it'll come up so she um how can i put this she is compared to a lot of other royals but her story doesn't necessarily uh, compare apples to apples to anybody so I try to not do that too much there is one part where I will compare her but um for the most part she's got a unique background because she was born into royalty as a duchess and um so she was a duchess in Bavaria and Bavaria is a free state in Germany it's like the largest state in Germany near Munich and so she is born into the Royal Bavarian House of Wittelsbach. Her last name is Wittelsbach. Wittelsbach, okay. Wittelsbach. And she was born on Christmas Eve, December 24th, 1837. So the wildness of what gets into this story, I was like, how long ago was this? So I did the math, uh-huh. 185 years ago, oh, which God. doesn't sound like it's that long ago, to be honest. Like, sure, it's like almost 200 years ago, but well, how- about it, our grandparents' parents were probably alive when she was alive. Wait, hang on a second. How old is the United States? 
why are you gonna quiz me on stuff that I didn't prepare for? <laughs> like is that a factor in the equation was like the United States an actual place yet probably but how old was it <laughs> I don't know this story takes place in Austria so, <laughs> so okay, who cares keep going yeah so the United States is probably 150 years old no I don't know how old it is I mean, that's what I'm gonna get <laughs> there's not a lot of history here so anyway um this shit's wild though it sounds like how long ago is this because this is crazy um so she was I'm like younger. really excited the setup for this is <laughs> aggressive how old was she so, um, she, in 1837 is when she was born. She was the youngest of three children or maybe seven. It's unclear to me. <laughs> three to seven children. Maybe a few were adopted. No, they were halves. Hang on. They're halvesies. So, the, the, I'm assuming the dad probably had some kids from some somewhere family. else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so her dad was Duke of Bavaria, and her mom was Princess of Bavaria. Um, and so one of her half sisters was from King Lud, like was. Of King Ludwig the First of Bavaria, so maybe her mom had I don't know. But the King Ludwig the Thirty Second. Yeah, so maybe the mom had. So it was unclear. I didn't really care about too many of the siblings, other than one of them, really. So I didn't do any further digging. Sorry, but um, how dare you? I know, I know. I was like, this is about Cece, not about her siblings. Um, <laughs> but so she had like a lot of freedom growing up but it, like it's said that her family is very eccentric and her um, dad really kind of let them do their own thing so she would go ho- horseback riding all the time and like she would skip lessons like meaning she'd skip school or like skip whatever she's supposed to be learning and go horseback riding and just like dip so she really didn't have a lot of um repercussions and then uh by the time she was 15 though her mother was trying to get her and her older sister both married like arranged marriages when they were teenagers and so this is now like 1852, 53-ish. So in the Netflix show, they do show Cece hiding when there's a potential suitor coming to the house for her. And she escapes on her horse. <laughs> runs away. <laughs> oh, click, 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 click. <laughs> Like, I imagine that was exactly the audio that happened from it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, either way, she was a little bit more, I'll say, rebellious or, like, free-spirited. And so, her her older sister um, was probably more at at a realistic age to send off for marriage so her mother's sister so aka cc's aunt okay is princess sophie of bavaria princess sophie yes of bavaria okay so she also thinks that it's time for her 23-year-old son, who is the emperor, to get married as well. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. so um, Princess no. Sophie, yeah, yeah. Princess Sophie was a controlling bitch. And she basically uh-huh. called all the shots all the time. She, was, she preferred to have a niece as a daughter-in-law. 
I'm just gonna. Did you catch that? She prefers yeah. to have a niece as a daughter-in-law than a stranger. So <laughs> that's some. That's some like backwards. I don't know, like how hillbilly math and like royalty math, but they're the same fucking thing, right? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Because they try to keep like their money in the royalty math is they try to keep their money in the in their lineage and curate yeah. all of this. The hillbilly, I don't right. know if that's the same logic. I don't know if that's necessarily the reason. There is no logic, yeah. I don't believe. It's just how they feel. So right, right, right. Or maybe they don't know that that's maybe. their cousin. We so, have that also going for us. So Cece's mom and Cece's aunt arrange for their children who are also cousins to marry each other. Mind you though, they had not met prior to this. (laughs) (sighs) So Princess Sophie, the the bitch in charge, she preferred Uh the older sister Helene. Cece's older okay. sister. Okay. Helene wanted to get married. Like she was excited about it. She was like fantasizing about this guy. Somehow she got a hold of a picture and was like cherishing it and going like, oh my God. You know, like <laughs> ideal mate, iconic. Get out. She look had... so good together. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the one formal picture they've got. It's like a painting of a painting of a painting. And it's <laughs> and it was small. It's like in a locket, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no way you can dis- just discern what this human looks like. You're just gonna go for it and make all of those assumptions. <laughs> so <laughs> Helene was like quiet, well-behaved, blonde. And Cece was like this free spirit and outspoken and brunette. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so they're not, they're not one in the same. Uh, I specifically mentioned their hair color though, because this arrangement that they had to go meet the cousin and aunt is their like first impression. So they're supposed to wear their best and look their best and all this stuff. Well, the travel took many, many days. There were delays because Cece's mom gets migraines and yada, yada. So one of their coaches that had the luggage never made it. (laughs) Got lost or something. And so- tragic the only gowns that they had available to them were all black because they had went to a funeral (laughs) well so they all three of them (laughs) mom helene and cc are dressed in all black but at least helene's got the blonde hair to like counter the black dress where Cece's got the brunette hair. Sure. You know, like they're trying to set the scene in the Netflix show, but like I also mm-hmm. read about this in the articles that it was like a really big deal. Um, <laughs> it was like this huge no-no that you wear black, right? And um, right. also they just assumed that because it wasn't um, as contrasting for Cece that it would make her less attractive anyway, which was kind of not like that they were trying to but they didn't really want any attention on her she just kind of right. came along for the ride but that didn't matter sure did not because cousin slash emperor Franz joseph didn't jive with Helene. wasn't into her they were oh around dear around not <laughs> not feeling it not no. even a little bit no no he was immediately smitten with Cece. <laughs> Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? So (laughs) there's like 
rumors and in the Netflix show, they kind of make it seem like there's this intimate pre-meeting where Franz and Empress Cece like have a moment and kind of met each other before the formal meeting and all this stuff. But based on everything that I had a moment. Yeah. Based on everything that I read though, that's not true. So I can't imagine it was. Nobody, I don't think anybody had the foresight to be like, let's preemptively let you meet before you you need to tie the knot. I'm pretty sure they're just like it was accidental. And well, at least in the Netflix show, it's accidental that CC oh, okay. and Franz ran into each other. It wasn't okay, yeah, I was gonna say a formal meeting. No, she was mm-hmm. out, you know, dicking around in the garden or something. And um <laughs> so there's casual casual happening upon each other as she's in the garden. I well, see, I see. Because she's this free spirit, so like she would be outside and not wear her shoes. She likes mm-hmm. to have her feet, you know, in the dirt, and she likes to feel the ground. I get it. Yeah, and so there was this whole conversation about like, where are your shoes? Um, <laughs> who are you, and where are your shoes? Um, Turns out, it doesn't matter. None of your fucking business. <laughs> Well, actually, it was just the the excuse he used to talk to her because he was so smitten by her. So I can't find anything, though, that really says that that's a true statement. Most of the stuff I'm finding is that... I feel like that's a little bit of Hollywood magic. Yeah, that he was into her and she was not into him. She's so, just like, yeah, no, we're not... Oh, damn it, damn it. Just the response yeah. you don't want. Fuck. Well, so it didn't really matter what she wanted. Franz got what he wanted anyway. So uh-huh. he, went, he went against his mother's wishes. He apparently grew some balls and said he was going to marry Cece or nobody. And he's the only person to go against his mother. Like they referred to his mother as like the man in charge. Oh. Because none of the men she had- went against her. So she did some dirt, got to that point where she was that bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <She laughs> wow, good for her. Off. She sent her husband off is what happened. So he wasn't there. And then she had sons yeah. and the sons basically were scared of her. And um, yeah, so this is the only time so. that stood up to her and was like, I'm marrying CC or no one. So Hey. Five days he, later, he their engagement was announced. <laughs> yeah, well. And okay. then they got, they got married eight months later in Vienna. Oh, wow. That was a pretty extensive engagement. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Did they get to know um, each other prior to, or did they just kind of, was she just like, dreading, forever dreadful? They got to know each other a little. We couldn't spend Fair. that much time together alone. Because they weren't married. Before they were married. Right. Between engagement and getting married. A lot of it was training Cece on the proper etiquette. Yeah, I was going to say. It was a lot of get prepared to be a wife conversations. Oh, no, it's get prepared to be an empress of um, Austria. It's- fair also fair so she goes from this unstructured childhood into this like stifling formality of like being in the court like court life right and so she's supposed to follow this certain etiquette and wear these specific gowns and like have a whole tribe of women attend to her all day (laughs) all these things and they all knew when her period was happening or not and they all knew like all this stuff because her main job at least according to her mother-in-law slash aunt slash archduchess is that Cece is supposed to have a son who would be the next heir that's her only job oh oh she was supposed to make a boy happen got it Okay, it's the, moon, the moon is up here and it is the month of October. <laughs> and yeah, you should be able to make a boy. Let's do this, Dan. Right, right. <laughs> Come on. But, uh, you know, as the universe does, it, it 
did not um, fully deliver. It kind of delivered. And so 10 months later, after the wedding, she gave birth, but to a girl. So. As one does when you're trying to have a boy. Right. That's <laughs> why I'm like, when you try to force things to happen is when, you know, there's a problem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Archduchess Sophie took the child. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, you don't need this. I'll take it. It's no big deal. Correct, because Cece was 16, and so she called her a silly young mother. So what happens when she makes a boy? Is she no longer a silly young mother? I mean, come on, that's kind of disrespectful, right? It is very. And um, the disrespect doesn't stop there because Archduchess Sophie names the baby after herself. The baby's name is Sophie (laughs) Sophie Jr. (laughs) The baby's name is Sophie now. Yes. So now in this story, I have to refer to elder Archduchess Sophie and baby Archduchess Sophie. <laughs> well, we can call her just baby Sophie. That's fine. I know. I know. It's <laughs> so stupid. Because like, uh, she <laughs> couldn't even breastfeed her. Just... God, that's so crazy. So... Cece gets pregnant again. Guess what happens? Oh. The same mm. fucking thing. Again, a year later, she has a girl. <sighs> and the mother-in-law. Named Sophie? <laughs> no, the mother oh, it's not named Sophie, but the mother-in-law took that baby too. Oh my God. Okay. So she wasn't just allowed to have a baby. She had to have a child that was a boy, and that was it. That was her job. Yeah. And like what having two babies would then take focus away from that because we can no, control her, that okay. her, her monster-in-law wanted mm-hmm. to have control over everything and also hated Cece and hated the fact that her son chose her instead of Philippe because she didn't think that Cece could represent the court the way that she should and Ooh. yeah no it was real real difficult. toxic yeah oh god it sounds like a really good like it sounds like an episode of mama's boy anybody ever watch that on tlc <laughs> y'all go ahead and find that shit on discovery plus I, it's a I, wow it's a riot <laughs> <laughs> i've seen the commercials but i've not watched it yeah it's so... fucked up <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, well, when you say mama's boy, I mean, her son, I don't think he wanted to be mama's boy. He just had no choice. Like, his mom held all the power. So, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, no, she wanted she wanted to make Cece's life terrible because she was the wrong choice. So much so that it's rumored that elder Sophie, monster-in-law, slash her aunt, mind you right um, was behind this whole nasty propaganda scheme and like purposely left this pamphlet on a desk somewhere that Cece would find and in the pamphlet says quote the natural destiny of a queen is to give an heir to the throne if the queen bears no sons she is merely a foreigner in the state and a very dangerous foreigner, too. Wow! Oh, this propaganda shit just started a long time ago. We ain't new. This ain't new. None of this shit. Holy fuck! The most passive-aggressive yet aggressive thing you could do. Listen, bitch. You're yeah. a liability if you ain't making babies that are boys. So, figure it out. I would, I feel like if we were alive during those times and like at a status of one of these women that we talk about, story would be much different because we would have killed a lot of people, I think. Just oh, straight I thought murder. you were going to say that we would have ended up dead. <laughs> Some thief would have <laughs> captured and hung us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, once eventually they caught us, sure. But for the most part, we would be serial killers. Uh, 
So yeah, well, needless to say, uh, Cece's struggling with her mother-in-law. <laughs> fair, fair to say. Just a little bit. So uh, naturally, she sh- you know she suffered from depression. Um, <laughs> naturally, as one does when you have a monster-in-law. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, the depression has started within like weeks of her moving into the palace in Vienna after he got married, like. It was such a drastic change and her life is being made so miserable that it started almost immediately and then just progressively kept getting worse after um, each of her daughters were taken. So she suffered from an eating disorder and they, they, they called it melancholy at the time. She remained melancholy. Melancholy. Is this the like introduction of the random verbs and adjectives they use to describe women who are in distress but didn't want to actually say that they were in distress? It was just like, yes, melancholy just means you're sad, right? Exactly. But like, I mean, why are you sad? Doesn't matter, right? No, it does not. Um, so in the Netflix show, it kind of portrays her as like a partier, somebody who stays up all night and um had like several addictions and whatnot but I'm not exactly sure when those addictions started and stopped so another fun fact (laughs) is that um to treat depression back in that time uh you would use cocaine yeah yeah so there's all those things that they did. I was going to say, like, they didn't probably document a lot of that stuff as an addiction, but like the doctor's orders. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, she seems kind of melancholy here. Let's give her some cocaine. Like, oh, okay. Just throw me into active addiction. That's cool too. That's cool too. <laughs> yeah. So she used cocaine, heroin, oh, and mind. alcohol. And for fuck's sake! <laughs> so, in the inventory of her things, there were cocaine syringes, but that wasn't abnormal. So that's just right. Like that Ebbs and flows. Yes. All right. So then. Um, in 1857, Cece visited Hungary for the first time with her husband and her two daughters. Like she actually got to take her daughters on Wait. this trip. She was looking at, she was a full family unit on this trip. Like she was allowed to see her children. Correct. Did she stop Correct. trying to have baby boys? She tr- stopped trying to have boys? No. Okay. I'll I'm skipping. There. I'm jumping around. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um <laughs> So she fell in love with Hungary. It was like a welcome reprieve from her mother-in-law and the requirements of the court. Um, this is all sounding like, yay, good for her. And then something super traumatic happens. Mm. Both daughters get ill. Oh, okay. And the second daughter recovered. But the first daughter, baby Sophie, ended up passing away. So this only I want to solid- be this way. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll, so, I'll wait. so this is only proving to her mother-in-law that while she has the children, she can't care for them because one of them dies from typhus, which is an infectious disease that's caused by bacteria. And it can be transmitted by lice, ticks, mites, etc. It's pretty common during um, like wars and famine and things like that. And it does have a high mortality rate because what comes with it is a purple rash, headache, fever, and delirium. <laughs> Y'all want to trip out? Come catch some lice. I mean, her daughter was like two or three, though. Two, I think. I am 
Boah. <lacht> hm. So, <lacht> yeah. So the Netflix show doesn't even really get to this. Like I'm already beyond the first like six episodes, I think, at this point. Right. That's fair. So um, you know, she was still fighting the depression, obviously. And now Yeah, that doesn't just go away. <laughs> yeah, uh, so obviously it's uh now with her for life since this incident and she also grows like further away from her other daughter like she yeah I don't I can, know. I, anyway. well I mean what's in theory what's the point of that daughter they're not they're not something that's gonna have the kingdom passed down to them and then she created that baby so then she's like I'm ashamed of you you know there's probably all that bullshit that goes into it that she's just like I don't care about you at all I don't know. I feel like maybe she was just shutting down emotions and just didn't want to process or feel things. Disassociating. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Um, the upside to this trip is that she supposedly is linked to the eventual, eventual, <laughs> eventual Astro-Hungarian compromise or Austro. 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 Um, which created a dual monarchy of Austria and Hungary. So this trip um, solidified her relationships and her ability to conduct business on behalf of the royal family. But then at the same time, she had this personal tragedy um she's just really in her masculine at all times it's fine <laughs> so her creating this um relationship it eventually led to her and her husband franz being crowned king and queen of hungary <laughs> so when i tell you how of history Right. This bitch got around. <laughs> so she felt a kinship with the people of Hungary that like developed from her first visit. She campaigned for them. She learned how to speak Hungarian. Um, she kept a full staff of Hungarians. Um, she was very charitable and philanthropic. And my girl. And was you know, wanting to be there for like the everyday people. Also though, her mother-in-law hated Hungary and Hungarian people. So I feel like it was kind of a fuck you. Yeah, hundred percent the big fat fuck you. Yeah, I like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's all right. Yeah. So, uh, when I say that like she's compared to like other uh royal figures she is sort of like the princess diana of that time i was just gonna say she's like princess die but i didn't want to be ignorant so i didn't no so. no no okay. there's a lot of similarities in their stories. <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah. so they also both had this fixation on being thin they both had eating disorders mm -hmm. and were both fashionable and made statements using their hair. Man, and was Diana like reincarnated CC? Do you think? <laughs> Maybe she's like, "Bitch, I already done this once. I'm gonna do it again." <laughs> Maybe I mean, I'm but I don't. If you this went, one off real hard. Life, I don't know why you want to go through it again, but I mean, um, you know. <laughs> so CC is seen as like the empress of the people. And she is obsessed with how she looks. And um, she has a three hour ritual every day. So it's also hard to be like, okay, she's all about the people, but then she's also very much about herself. <laughs> like she uses a lot of her status to get things that she wants and to have the lifestyle that she wants. Okay. Like so what? she had a um a, a person on staff, 
just to take care of her hair every day. Like, it was literally three hours. Her hair went all the way down to her ankles. And she would require that it be styled in various different ways. But it was so heavy that it had to be pinned in certain ways because it would give her mm-hmm. headaches. And yeah. she was on a washing schedule where she'd get her hair washed every three weeks. And she'd block out the entire day of her hair washing. I get so it. That she could walk around while it dried. Um, yep, I'm here. I get it. I'm here for it. Still, I am. A lot I, that's, of different, I mean, like beauty. self-care, man. <laughs> Don't hate. She had the money. <laughs> yeah. So she was also known as one of the most beautiful women of the 19th century in Europe. So um, she had to keep up her appearances, this, apparently. Yes. On top of all this, she continued to ride horses regularly and also did gymnastics. Every hmm. okay. palace that she had or where she, like every palace that she stayed at or that it was considered hers, there was a gymnastics room. So, yep self-care okay cool yep and then just, you, realize you know she's five foot eight and only weighed 110 pounds and had a 16 inch waist <gasps> oh no yeah those are bad body hacks oh no because <laughs> they had those corsets that squeezed all of your fucking mm-hmm. shit yep yeah woman God, those people had to have been so fucking miserable no wonder they were addicts <laughs> yep like my body my bones my bones don't allow for me to be less than <laughs> a certain amount of weight right i know my and goodness i went to the chiropractor like a few months ago and he was looking at my x-rays from like a long time ago because i didn't want to have to do x-rays again of my spine right and he's like you have an extra rib <laughs> so, huh and he's like yeah you have an extra like in the bottom what have, yeah you like have an like extra a, rib yeah yeah like all people are just you in specific I, in particular me me i have an extra rib so I wouldn't even be able to get my waist to be that small because my extra rib is into my waist. <laughs> hey, I wonder if that's why you have such a long torso. Maybe that's why I have such a long torso. I have a Wait a minute. torso. Oh yeah, that's right. The irony is that you have a short torso and an extra rib. How does that fucking work out? Wait a minute. That's why I can never be like a size two. I've, that's at least what I'm claiming. <laughs> absolutely at this point you're validated i can't be any of these sizes because i have an extra rib so in my five foot one body i have extra bones and so oh and the dentist like two weeks ago when i was getting my x-rays done at the dentist she's like i know that this can be uncomfortable you have to bite down on that thing in your mouth she's like i know this can be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when you have that extra bone and i didn't even want to ask i I just was like, in my tiny body, how many extra bones can I have? I was going to say, like, extra bone where? Where do you have extra bones in your mouth? Because you already have an extra bone in your rib. So, like, or are they saying, (laughs) it'd be kind of funny if she's like, I know that extra rib bone can make this kind of difficult to chomp on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> back to I CC. It, I hope it meant for course that life is the bottom of the story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, CC <laughs> was not into makeup much, but she was into skincare. And I was like, I see you, you know? Yeah, um, I get that. She wanted to look young forever, so she did all kinds of like tonics and face masks and stuff. And um, her face masks would have like raw veal or or like crushed strawberries. They'd wash her hair. Oh, like, I thought you hair. said raw. You said raw veal, and I thought you said raw veal. I'm like, is that a chemical? <laughs> no, 
Raw veal. <laughs> The, the animal and the meat. Yes. yes got that. Yes. So yeah, it sounds like she was doing what we do today, but just back then. <laughs> Correct. So she slept without a pillow on a metal bed because she thought it would maintain her posture. And then she didn't allow any photos to be taken of her after the age of 32. Hang on a second. <laughs> the metal bed thing is what I'm worried about. No wonder she was a fucking head case. She was torturing herself. So many things. Oh, God. So, so anybody, many things. If anybody tried to get a picture of her after she was 32, she would put a fan in front of her face. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Sidebar. Don't, don't ever make it so people can't take pictures of you. And I'm saying this is going to get really morbid because when they pass away, or when you pass away and they don't have any pictures of you, you're fucked. <laughs> so, like, let people take pictures of you. Fuck. There are no pictures. There's only pictures until she was in her 30s. I mean, uh, fine. Whatever. Just weird. <laughs> it's not like those picture quality, the picture quality of the pictures they were, was great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. There's right, no so quality there. Going back to her main job in life, her main right. to have a son. To make a son. So that happened. So she got pregnant a third time in three years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So she finally gave birth to an heir in 1858. My little note on my paper, I did insert eye roll. <laughs> my notes um <laughs> the arrival of her son did give her more influence and solidified her spot as the mediator between austria and hungary however she was losing the battle of control of her son against her mother-in-law so she openly rebelled she had panic attacks uh she combined fasting with severe exercise and then she also had she would cough and such and so her health was suffering so she used the fact that her health was suffering as an opportunity to get away from everyone including her two living children and her mother-in-law yes well she just left her husband kids mother-in-law and spent the winter in seclusion I mean, I feel like this woman really is iconic in a multiple ways, mm-hmm. including get fucked. I don't want to see anybody for the whole winter. Yeah. Like just, just her, just her like servants and stuff. Right. I don't know who she or was she, with her. I was going to say, like, had, I'm she sure she's people with her, but I don't know if she's gotten new right. people. Right. Well, I mean, like she just didn't want to have people around her that caused her to think outside of her self-care needs. <laughs> So six months later, it was a long winter. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have those. Yeah. I think it's starting now. <laughs> yeah. So she goes back to Vienna and then she starts getting sick again. So that's why the theory is that a lot of her health issues were stress related and psychosomatic, not actual mm-hmm. physical issues. Yeah. Um, so she finally reunites with her family and at this time, her son is now four years old. Okay, so she missed ages two, three, one and a half, something like that. Yeah, Franz, all the ages up to four. Franz. Oh, he's here. Uh, he's back. Yeah, her husband, he wanted to try for another son as a safeguard, but she avoided intimacy. So she was like, nah. As one does. And uh, and so yeah. several years later, they had a fourth child. But guess what? It's a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> Did she get named Sophie too? <laughs> no, Marie Valerie, which I think is really right. pretty. It is. Uh, however, Ross was um, right to be anxious about having only the one son because um in 1889 
Cece was completely unraveled by the death of her son, Rudolph, and what became known as the Oh no. Mayor, yes, the Mayorling incident. <laughs> Mayorling incident. Yes. He was found at he was found dead at age 30 at the Imperial <gasps> Lodge in Mayorling. He made it to 30? He yeah. Mm-hmm. But you cut me off before I could tell you that he was found dead alongside his 17-year-old mistress in what was a suicide pact. <gasps> oh, no! Cece did not have her house in order, y'all. Oh my goodness. No. Is that Cece's fault at that point, though? I mean, I feel like it's not really her fault. She didn't create or raise that child, right? Mm, not fully. I mean, definitely not in her own. Right. No. So, okay. So it was a village. The village made this happen. Well, Rudolph. He was married <laughs> and he had a, a daughter that he left behind. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so Rudolph's daughter then needs to produce a boy. <laughs> no, nope, we're going to get to that. <laughs> so Rudolph was definitely, definitely, oh my God, Stephanie, I keep it like, blending all of my words together here. Mm-hmm. All one Stephanie big word. was apparently aware of the affair she was having with a diplomat's daughter okay due to his extramarital oh, no. affairs his wife was infected with syphilis so she couldn't have any more kids after the one daughter because of the syphilis <laughs> the tragedies. <laughs> uh, the fucking 1800s, man. What a time. Well, this is the 1900s by this time. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. It was oh, that's true. Good point. It was 1889. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So Still, though, that's fuckery. Yeah, it was called Mayerling because that's the name of the place the name of the hunting lodge where this happened yeah and for a long time it was thought that um there was other rumors about um one of them killing one and the one killing the other and and then not that long ago there were some letters that were found or i don't know surfaced or whatever and um I think not that long ago, it was probably like a hundred years ago, but still. Um, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> like 1500, where are we talking at? Like 1937? <laughs> it was not immediate, okay, that these letters were found where the mistress, aka the diplomat's daughter, left a suicide note to her mom explaining that it was a suicide pact and how much they loved each other. So... Um, so after Rudolph committed suicide, Cece was never the same. So within a short time, she lost her father, mother, siblings, son, and friend, who was also her rumored lover. And so from that point on, she only dressed in black for the rest of her life. I feel that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, in this whole time, her and her husband are both having affairs and whatnot, too. As they do. They all did. Yeah. So, for Cece to keep her mind occupied, she would travel all the time. Uh, her relationship with her husband was more of, like, a warm friendship. So, she would travel without him and didn't keep an entourage either. She would have, like, a few people with her, but not like you would expect. Mm-hmm. So, on September 10th, 
she went to Geneva, Switzerland. She would typically, when she traveled, travel under different names to hide her identity. And she tried to secure the hotel to herself. So instead of having like a whole entourage, she would basically say, I'm the only person who's gonna stay here. So except this time in Geneva, a hotel clerk tipped off an Italian anarchist that she was there. So even though she used the fake name, the person still recognized her. Right. So even without her pictures being taken. Apparently. Somehow they figured it out. (laughs) So Luigi Luceni was originally targeting a French royal. And that French royal's travel plans changed. So he never went to Geneva. So when he got word about Cece, he decided to assassinate her instead because he didn't really care who he targeted. He just wanted to take down a royal. Of course. So he walked up to Cece as she walked to catch a ferry and stabbed her with a sharpened needle file, puncturing her heart. Mm -hmm. She got onto the ferry, but then died shortly thereafter at age 60. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Lucheni was caught and given the death sentence at his request. (laughs) But the death sentence was no longer available in the country where he ended up being um, sent to jail. <laughs> so you we're all he, out of those. Sorry. So he got life in prison, and he ended up hanging himself in his jail cell. What a pussy. So. Then you're like, okay, well, what happens about the whole, like, heir and the fact that he had a daughter and blah, 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 right? Mm -mm. No, no, no. Oh, God. What happened? The tea. (laughs) The tea. So, (laughs) the death of Rudolph meant that the crown was passed from Rudolph's father, the king of Hungary, Cece's husband, to his uncle, Archduke Carl Ludwig. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Carl, his son was Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Does that name ring a bell to you? It sounds like a singer. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so. Archduke Franz Ferdinand was also assassinated, and that led to um, a July crisis and ignited Austrian Hungary's declaration of war against Serbia, setting off a series of events that started World War I. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So then <laughs> World War One started. Yes, in 1914. Oh wow, man. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> like who would? who would, but right. i some people they made a movie or a show about it, obviously, but still, well, you know. But I there are other movies and shows about this because obviously the drama. Um, but just not in the US. Right. Because it's not our history. Man, that's such a crazy story, though. I feel like I feel like those stories, if they weren't so boring when we were learning them, I would be much more into history than I am right now. Right. Or like no more, at least anyway. Right. It would set in more if you're like CC's monster in law was the HBIC. Right, exactly. <laughs> And she had some of her own problems and then she dropped a passive aggressive pamphlet on a desk one day and holy shit, you would not believe. <laughs> I would definitely learn a lot more if play-by-plays were like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking crazy. So, it was, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot that, that unfolded. I, honestly, I watched 
these like six episodes and I just thought that was like enough you know yeah and then I didn't know what was coming after those <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs> but now I feel like I should watch this show it's good to see yeah to see what it's all about you said it yeah, was on the flicks it, yeah it's on Netflix in the show, there's also um, like this kind of romance between Cece and her brother-in-law, and that doesn't seem to be true. Always, always, always. There's always going to be some sort of drama like that. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be true. I mean, obviously, Cece and her husband like had affairs and stuff, but it doesn't seem as though right. with his brother that we know of that, uh-huh. yeah for my extensive research oh my watching multiple youtube videos and <laughs> several online stories about this oh man well thank you for that thorough walk of miss cc's life <laughs> and all the players that fucked her up <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I had to keep like writing in my notes. I'm like, this is because there's so many people and so many names. So I was like writing down like Archduchess slash Franz's mom slash slash Cece's mother in law. I'm like, what a mess. I mean, it helps know that I saw the show, the Netflix show, because right. if I was reading this for the first time, it probably would be hard to wrap my head around. I bet. I imagine so. There's a lot of moving parts in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love, though, that um, you set up, like, the next part of my story without even knowing where I was going with it. Look at us. You're welcome. Oh, got it. Dynamic duo. Got it. (laughs) Listen, if we're not on public fielding randos, we're telling great stories together. (laughs) But it's just so funny to me because you're like asking the questions where I'm like, oh, I actually have that. (laughs) Hey, yeah, it's coming. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the segue. So glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, let's jump right in. (laughs) That's so awesome. Uh, Oh my God. All right. So do you have any Atta Girls for us this week? Um, (laughs) yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, yeah, this Atta Girl is a bummer, but by the time this episode mm. comes out, I have to let everybody know that our podcast pet, Gia, will have crossed over the Rainbow Bridge, and my Atta Girl is me deciding that it's time and just recognizing, like, she's in a lot of pain and not happy not the right life for her um the weird thing is though that the person that I'm having come do it was out of town like last week and so I've had this planned for a while which obviously yes as one does (laughs) most people don't (laughs) oh just you most people don't so because it's been because I've known about it for like two weeks week and a half something like that I feel like I've tried my best to like make these last few days like the best that I can and I mean I don't really like I'm not emotional talking about it right now because that has so much time to tell people that it's yeah it's so yeah, it's I probably just like, will have a delayed reaction. Like after she's gone, and I don't have to put my or um take her on a walk or put the food out or like hear the right. tippy tappy on the floor. Like if you were original OG 
from listening to us. You heard her <laughs> talking on the floor. So, um, so yeah, it's a bummer and it's sad and it's not necessarily coming across that way because I've had so much time to process what's happening. Well, it's also the and, fact that, yeah, you're like, you're still in it right now and you're still yeah. dealing with the right now, not the yeah. after. And that's common. Yeah. I do the same yeah. thing. Like I did the same thing when my dad passed away. I did the same thing when I had to, you know, take my other animals to the rainbow bridge. So I'm not judging you. I know where you're at. It's not right. an easy spot to be in. No. Um, so I had a, I had a girl for not being selfish and forcing her to live longer than she needs to, just because you want her there. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. She Proud of you for that. It's almost like she knew, like since I scheduled the appointment, it's been a very fast decline. So I, um, I almost feel like she was like, thank you for scheduling it. I will now be finally, (laughs) (laughs) finally be doing the absolute least over here. (laughs) She's going to (laughs) be. life of leisure and absolute comfort from here on out (laughs) oh man my little buddy well um there's that and i'm sad (laughs) about that and (laughs) you know i know you're crying and i'm not crying because i've had to talk about. well because yeah you've been chatting about it you have to make the plans and everything my little buddy she's just my little buddy so it's gonna be sad for me too but my atta girl is that um this past weekend I, you know, got up and got to work and started cleaning the whole house and we ended up getting the whole house cleaned and the lawn and the yard is winterized and everything's ready to go. And like, we just got more accomplished than I thought we would. And so that was like really happy. That made me really happy. (laughs) And so I was able to wake up this morning without that a lot of stress because, you know, when you wake up and your stuff's just not how it should be, you're like, I don't want to do this stuff. I want to put the stuff back first. So like, Mm-hmm. I got my ducks in a row before the week and I'm pretty pretty happy about it good for you oh, it was a really nice weekend yeah. to take advantage of the weather outside too so really really was that's always and we did a lot of that yeah mm-hmm. to went outside and cut stuff down you know and squeebs she likes to take out all of our plants in this one area well they're all just they were in nothing by the time I got to them I didn't have anything to cut down she had trampled everything so next year who knows what's going to come up we're it's a crapshoot <laughs> we're going to find out <laughs> but until then we took care of it oh Old man brat. <laughs> <laughs> animals <laughs> uh, there's well, something you, aren't they if you like what you heard today please rate review subscribe if you have a whole history you'd like to recommend you can dm us on instagram at homeance underscore chronicles or send us an email at homeancepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, anything else? Oh, we have the judgment-free zone. If you want extra tidbits, tidbits. It's on Facebook, the Homeance Chronicles, a judgment-free zone. The Homeance Ad!